Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. So today's episode is our first, I think I'm going to call this how to make life your bitch or making life your bitch. I mean, you can already tell because the title's already on the podcast, you're listening to it. But essentially, this is like an open advice session. I want to do these every four weeks, just so I want to think it's a really nice way to connect with you guys to like listen to your problems and try and give you advice. And I just think that's really nice. And as well, I want to as I said, like, I want to help you guys. So every once in a while, I'd like to give you, obviously, it's going to be a shorter amount of advice, because there's more questions to get through. So it's not so dedicated on one topic. But I'd like to give you actual advice that you think you need. Because as much as I love chatting shit about one topic for an hour, like it's literally my new favorite thing to do. I I still want to help you guys. And I just think this is fun. So yeah, that's what we're going to do today is an open advice session. If you guys want to send in a question for the next one, go ahead and follow our Instagram at life's your bitch. Um, and I put a question box on there every week. But also you can email questions in if you want to hello at life's your bitch. And there's a Google form link on the Instagram like link tree in the bio if you want to send in anonymously. So the best way is probably to email because then you can email at any point. So hello at life's your bitch or pop it on the Google Forms that's on the link tree in the bio. Anyway, <laughs> before we obviously get started, I want to look at last week's journal prompt with you guys and share what I'm grateful for this week. So which should we start with, journal prompt or grateful for? We'll start with journal prompt. So last week's episode was all about how to date yourself and to fall in love with your own company. And I kind of gave you two options for your journal prompt. Also, like, let me know if you guys do these. I know some people do because they send me them or we'll talk about it on the Facebook group and stuff. But I'd love to know if any of you, like, religiously have done these journal prompts, like, every week yet. But the journal prompts were either write down what you think you look for in a partner and how you can do that for yourself. But I feel like I kind of nailed that one. So I gave everybody another option as well in case they also felt like that didn't like resonate with them, which was to write a smile list. Um, kind of things that make you smile, activities that make you smile. So if you're ever looking to date yourself or having a, or having a bad day, you can kind of look at this list and do what it says so I got a bit carried away with mine and it made me realize as well it's really lovely because it made me realize how many things in life actually make me smile um I just kept going for it so they kind of started as date ideas and then they kind of went into like general things that I could do to make me smile or pick me up and then yeah they kind of went back and forth so the first one was going for coffee and then going for brunch literally my favorite things in the world slow mornings slow evenings self-explanatory I love when I have the time in the day to either like not even lie in I'm not really a lie liar in <laughs> but to like get up make breakfast have a coffee sit watch a YouTube video same with an evening I love it when I have an evening to just like do whatever I want walks podcasts I love coloring books pottery painting um I've only been like twice but every time I go I love it it's just so therapeutic and like calming I really want to go by myself soon funny films um self-explanatory Being creative with no reason. Um, So like vision boarding, which is another one I already put on here, vision boarding, or like mood boarding or like cutting out of magazines or just kind of anything, kind of like pottery painting, like anything that allows me to be creative with no reason because then there's no judgment and there's no like need there for a good outcome. You're just doing it simply for joy. Um, (laughs) Laying in bed with candles on. (laughs) If you listen to... self-care isn't a face mask you'll be like "Mm, I thought you said we couldn't do that but 
there is just something so bliss about like lying in bed and journaling like seven candles lit in, lit in your room. I put sweaty, fun, cardio. I kind of forgot how much this makes me smile. Like a really good like 20 minute hit session of like all different exercises. Like it's like really fun, really makes me smile afterwards. Like 30 minutes on the Stairmaster doesn't make me smile as much. Like a good sweaty cardio really makes me smile. And then I also put on here, um, the feeling after a run. (laughs) I don't go on a lot of runs, but I did um, in lockdown and just like back at home because at home there's a lot nicer places to run. Um, but yeah, the feeling after a run always really makes me smile. And again, I was like, oh, maybe I should do that more then. But I wouldn't dare run around Leeds. Like, that scares me. I put jelly cats. <laughs> I now have three jelly cats and I love them all with all of my heart. I put my family and my friends and my boyfriend, flowers. Um, I put films like Devil Wears Prada and the series like The Bold Type. Just like girly, fashiony, chick flicky films like that I love always make me smile I put yummy food fresh bedding a clean space hitting gym pbs um I'm feeling like I'm looking after myself are all things that make me smile and make me happy so if you haven't or you didn't listen to last week's you should all make a smile list like (laughs) I actually think it's just really lovely because one like I said it made me feel really grateful because I was like wow there's actually so many things in life that make me smile but also now I have it to go back to so whenever I'm having a bad day I can pick whatever seems like the like requires the least like emotional or like physical effort so even if it's just like okay fresh bedding in a clean space apparently makes me smile or like sitting in bed with candles on it's just like okay that's that's doable I can do that if I'm ever having a bad day do you know what I mean So, what am I grateful for? I'm currently on holiday when you're listening to this. I'm so excited. Um, I'm also actually, I'm not gonna lie, a little bit anxious. So I'm going on holiday with Party Hard Travel. One, no longer a huge drinker. So I'm a bit anxious about how it's gonna turn out, but I really wanted to go because I do have some really good friends going um, and I've wanted to go on holiday with them for a while. I've never been to Malta, we're going to Malta. So there's just so many reasons and like, the day they asked me to go, I'd said to my boyfriend, like, oh, I just really wish I was on holiday. Like, I just really want to go on holiday soon. So, like, it was just, it was obviously way too good of an opportunity to miss. Yeah, I'm a little bit anxious because I'm not so much of a drinker. I'm in a room with someone who I haven't met yet. Um, I'm sure that, like, I'm really excited to meet them and I'm excited to meet everybody else on the trip. But, yeah, there's um, people going on the trip I don't know. I'm in a room with someone I've never met before. Like, I think it's just going to be a really fun, but, like, slightly scary opportunity I don't think it's going to, going to be scary like I'm trying to change the narrative about it but yeah there is that little like niggle that I'm a bit like oh <laughs> um but I'm currently on holiday so I'm super happy and I'm super grateful already because like I said like it's such an unreal such a fun opportunity so I'm just so grateful to get out in some sun I had a lovely evening last night which led to a really great morning this morning so it's currently seven minutes past nine I'm filming the podcast I've been to a, a 45 minute spin class I did a 45 minute pool session Um, I've made porridge I've showered I've made my bed I'm feeling like great so last night I switched off like my phone at like seven eight ish um did a brain dump in my journal because I that my mind was just so busy and it's so funny because I haven't done one for so long I always say like I need to do them I need to do them more and then I never do them and I literally like brain dumped for like four pages. <laughs> I got a brand new journal that's just like plain. I've never had a plain journal before. So something else I was a bit ex- uh, excited and nervous about to just like have a journal with no guide in it. But I was also so excited because I've never really got on with journals with guides. So yeah, 
I did that and then I wrote down some goals and then I did a meditation and then I was listening to a lot of like TED talks and then I read and I just had the best evening and I got to sleep so well because I wasn't on my phone or anything and I felt like I'd really taken the time to like switch off so as soon as I closed my eyes I fell asleep and it was great and that led me to be able to wake up at like 5 40 this morning which was just great so I'm super grateful I did that and then the third thing I actually put was myself not to be big-headed but <laughs> I am I am like I said like la- even like last night and this morning like I'm just really grateful for myself and I'm grateful that like I have the type of mindset that's constantly looking for ways to better myself because I think it's really important. I think it's really lovely. So I'm really grateful that that not comes naturally to me, but now comes naturally to me in a way that like, I've read so many things. I talk about a lot of things. I've listened. I've, yeah, I've just feel like I'm very interested in the topic. So now it comes really naturally to me. And I'm just really grateful for that because I don't think it does come naturally to everybody and that's also absolutely fine but I'm grateful that it does come naturally to me now because it makes me happy makes me smile maybe I should add that to my smile list so that is my journal reflection and my gratefulness so not super long because the journal prompt was just like a list um so we'll get on into the questions so there's a quite of a mix here and I do have some points that I've put on them but you know me I love to waffle I'm gonna really try and not waffle and stay on topic but the first one was, so her whole scenario was actually about like um, having an ED, which I am not advised to talk about at all. Don't really have, thankfully, have don't really have any experience with it. So I'm not going to touch on that at all. And I really hope you're okay. And like I kind of always say, I'm no professional here. I'm just giving like my own like two pence. So on things like I've read or things I've experienced or research I've read I'm just like trying to give my opinion and trying to help you guys but I'm no professional so if there is something wrong I feel like the girls bathroom if there is something seriously wrong seriously wrong please contact your GP but yeah please actually do because I'm no therapist (laughs) I can't sit here and tell you exactly what you should do but yeah but her question basically at the end so she told me a bit of a story and then her question was how do you feel okay with not knowing what the future holds for your career for your life etc Um, And I really, really wanted to talk about this because I actually find this so exciting. I have always thought it's so exciting that, like, I don't really have a clue, (laughs) especially with what I do. So once I finish uni in literally when you're watching this, oh, my God, when you're watching this tomorrow, I'm going to start saying three weeks. Right now it's four weeks because it's Monday, but you're watching this on Sunday. So, like, three weeks left of uni, like, literally, like, three and a half weeks left. That is that is silly that is silly numbers anyway yeah I think it's with what I do like I'm gonna hopefully try and do YouTube afterwards and podcasts and Instagram and everything and like travel for a bit and like that could go away at any moment like YouTube could crash and burn I could get cancelled I mean I don't really see myself ever getting cancelled but like you never know I could I could get cancelled I could hate it YouTube could just be deleted like you know I don't know what could happen with it and I don't know what I'm gonna do when I stop doing this or if this stops bringing money and like I think every part of me just finds that really exciting I have this probably stupidly big (laughs) trust in the universe that like it will all just work out like in my head there's not an option where it doesn't work out and I think that's also because I know how hard I work so I know if I ever come to an opportunity where something's not working out 
I'll work it out. Like I have trust in myself and trust in the universe that I'm on the right path. I'm being guided to where I need to go. And when I get there, if there's ever any bumps in the road, like I trust myself that I can fix that. I trust myself that I can work hard enough to get out of that. And I just, yeah, I think it comes from trusting yourself, trusting that you will be okay. And like, you know what you're doing. And if you're ever not okay, you can probably fix it quite easily. And I don't know if I taught myself that or if that's just like, it's almost like an affirmation. Like I tell myself that all the time and I tell myself all the time, it's a sign from universe. The universe is guiding me. I really trust the universe. Like I, the universe knows what I want and it's going to get me there. And I don't know if I almost believe that in an affirmation way, just where I've said it to myself so many times that I now believe it. But I also just think like, why not believe it? There's no, nothing bad's going to come from just believing that you trust yourself and trust the universe because all it's going to do is give you a more positive outlook on the future. So like, why not? Do you know what I mean? Like you've got nothing to lose in just throwing yourself in wholeheartedly to just trust yourself and trust the universe that everything's going to work out. Um, as well, if you listen to the Changing Your Narrative podcast, the Forbes article, it was something like people who were excited to grow up and were excited for the future lived like seven years longer or something. So it's like, just have a good outlook on it. And when like, um, when you focus on good, the good gets better. So focus on the good in the future, focus on the good in what might, in what might happen. And like, it will like, it will just work out. Do you know what I mean? I do. I think that's the thing for me. Like I do just feel okay with not knowing because I think it's exciting. Changing the narrative around it. It's not scary. It's exciting. You know, who knows where you're going to end up? Who knows what you're going to be doing? Like, I think that's so fun. <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of leave that one there. I hope, like I said, I don't want to ramble too much. I kind of want to give like one solid point that you can maybe go away and think about. So my point for that is like, just trust yourself and trust the universe. Lacking in confidence and self-worth. I want to get back into the gym because I used to love it, but I don't have the motivation at the moment. But I can't carry on feeling so unhappy with how I look. So... <laughs> This might not be what you want to hear, but I'm going to give you a little bit of tough love before I go on to like some actual points to talk about. Motivation is going to get you nowhere. Motivation is the reward from being disciplined. You cannot sit around waiting to be motivated to go to the gym because it will not happen. I did not wake up today at 5.40, super motivated with a spring in my step to get to spin. I actually almost got back into bed. I got out of bed and I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm a bit tired. Like I could so easily just get into bed. There's no one there waiting for me. There's a spin instructor, but the class would have gone on whether I was there or not. There's no one waiting for me. There's no one relying on me. There's no one. This is going to affect no one but myself if I just go back to sleep. But discipline got me there. And now like motivation is the reward. Like I can't wait to like go back tomorrow, but more long-term motivation is a reward. Like, as soon as you go, you'll remember how good it feels to be there. Like, you'll release all these endorphins and then you'll be motivated to go the next time because you remember how good you felt afterwards. Motivation in, like, a little bit of a change in physique or the way you look. Like, that's where the motivation comes from. Motivation is the reward from being disciplined. Like, you have to be disciplined enough to know that you need to go to the gym for your, I think, completely for your mental health. Like, it, the gym does wonders for my mental health. Like, I'm disciplined enough to go to the gym. I mean, yeah, obviously I have physique goals and I have this and I have that, but like disciplined enough to know that like you're going to go to the gym and you're going to feel better afterwards. And then the more you do that and you realise just how much better you feel, like the motivation will then come in. Um, 
So yeah, you need to be disciplined enough to get yourself there, not motivated. But also, don't put so much pressure and value on what you look like. Like your self-worth and your confidence shouldn't come from what you look like. And I know that's so much easier said than done. But even look at the people around you, your friends, your family. Are you friends with anyone because of the way they look? Do you like any of your friends more because of the way they look? I mean, if you do, maybe you need to... (laughs) Maybe you need to do some journaling. Maybe you need to sort that out. But like you shouldn't and I highly highly doubt any of you listening to this are like best friends with your best friend because you think they're super pretty and that's the only reason I'm sure you think your best friend's gorgeous I think all of my best friends are the most beautiful people in the whole entire world but that's not why I'm friends with them I'm friends with them because they add value to my life they're funny they're like kind they're compassionate they're trusting they're helpful like they're good friends so like people think that about you you're the only one who probably cares well, you're definitely the only one. And like I said, if not, it says more about them than you. You're definitely the only person who cares so much about what you look like, who puts so much value in what you look like. Your friends wouldn't care if you gained 20 stone. Your friends wouldn't care if you, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not why they're friends with you. That's not why your family love you. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. I don't want to talk to someone who's like, 10 out of 10 pretty by society standards and they literally have no crack. Like, you just can't talk to them. They have, like, no jokes. You know what I mean? Like, they're just shit. Like, that's not fun. That's not what, that's not the type of person you want to be. Like, yeah. Discipline will get you to the gym and it will get you feeling better and it will get you feeling happier. But your self-worth and your confidence... I do think a bit of confidence comes from the gym for me because not even the way I look, knowing I'm taking care of myself, like I said it in my smile list, feeling like I'm looking after... Hello, bin men, do you mind? I'm trying to film a podcast here. Yeah, I said it in my smile list, feeling like I'm looking after myself makes me smile, makes me happy. So going to the gym and knowing I'm looking after myself and I'm doing that does give me a bit of confidence because, yeah, I just like the feeling of knowing I'm looking after myself. But, yeah, I think you need to find your self-worth and your confidence somewhere else I'm definitely going to do an episode on this in the future but like for the meantime affirmations write about what you like about yourself write what values you think you have as a person like why is it that you like yourself why is it your friends like you why is it your family likes you are you fun are you funny are you compassionate are you loyal are you trustworthy are you do you know what I mean like what values is it that you have as a person that are better than what you look like because by the way any value is better than what you look like so I hope that's helpful. (laughs) So then someone did actually ask how to be more confident. So she had a job interview, but we'll kind of talk about it as a whole. My tip for this is very simple. And I'm sure you've heard it all before. Do not roll your eyes. Fake it until you make it. Especially with something like a job interview. You need to walk in there knowing you're going to get that job interview. And then even if you don't, who cares, you just feel better about yourself because you've gone in, you've gone in confidently, like, you just need to walk in like you own the place, not cocky, don't be arrogant, but, like, walk in with your head up high, shoulders back, shoulders dropped, and just, like, yeah, I'm here, I deserve to be here, like, just keep telling yourself, like, I'm here, I deserve to be here, I have what it takes to get this job, I'm prepared, and that goes for any situation, if you walk into a party, you walk in in town, you're walking anywhere into uni, like, head up, just, like, yeah, I'm just you just have to fake it you just have to tell yourself over and over again like I'm confident I deserve to be here I look good I feel good I'm prepared like whatever situation it is obviously like the affirmations will change a little bit but I think it's just like 
I guess Kermit kind of said in the first one, I don't know if I believe that um, I trust the universe or I believe that I trust myself because I've just said it so many times because I think it's a nice thing to believe that I've said it so many times that now I believe it. I'm sure once upon a time I thought the universe was against me, but I've just said it so many times that I believe it, which shows how affirmations work. Like if you just look in the mirror every day and you're like, yeah, you're right, bitch. Like if you just have that confidence, like even in private, like it will then, it will like reflect when you go elsewhere. Like I think that is just like, I can't even lie. Like that is just such a good way to gain confidence is literally just to fake it because no one else is going to know. It's like that silly TikTok trend that was like ugly angles or whatever. I can't remember what the sound was. And then it was like proof that being hot is confidence. Um, And they were acting like shy and whatever. And then they'd like flip their hair and they like looked really fit. And I remember watching people and thinking, God, yeah, it literally is, isn't it? because <laughs> like now if that came on my view page I'd be like wow you're so fit and it's not like anything's changed about them it's just the way they've presented themselves and the way they like handle themselves and the confidence they have makes you think completely differently about them whether it's you think they're more attractive whether you think they're a cooler person whether you just think they're confident like I love it when I look at someone and I'm like yeah they're confident like yeah they're cool because I'm like go you like as you should be so yeah Fake it till you make it. Good luck with a job interview. I hope it goes really, really well. And just go in there knowing I deserve to be here. I'm prepared. I deserve this job just as much as anyone in here. And I'm going to smash it. And I hope you do. And I know you will. How to get started with journaling and manifesting. So first things first. (laughs) Manifesting. You have to go and read Ask and It Is Given. Phenomenal. The best book in the whole entire world. I'm going to reread it this summer. As soon as I finish uni, I'm going to take it on holiday with me to Bali because I actually first ever read it in Bali in 2018. So I'm going to take it with me again four years later. (laughs) Read it again. I just remember reading this book and my mind being blown to the point where I was like, wow, everything makes sense now. I was like, all the dots have been connected. Everything makes sense. Everything that happens in my life, everything like the world just... That's the, that's the only way I can describe it. I was just like, wow, the world makes sense. The first half of the book is all about like law of attraction and stuff. And then the second half is like, I think there's 22, 20 to 25. I can't remember exactly. Practices for law of attraction based on your like emotional scale. So wherever you fit on the emotional scale, like again, I think it's from one to 20 something. Like one obviously being like really happy, joyful, grateful, I can't remember what the words are, and then all the way to the bottom where it's like anger, uh, jealousy and stuff like that. So wherever you are on the scale, there's different practices that will work on your like vibrational scale because obviously however happy or sad you are, like your vibrations set differently. So trying to do a practice when you're really angry for really happy people, you're not on that vibration, so it's not gonna help. So yeah, that book is just phenomenal. But journaling is kind of like a different thing. Um, I would say there's two different ways. So I'm not going to sit here and say like a journal all the time. It's definitely my goal at the moment. I've just got this new journal um, and I'm really enjoying it. So guided journals where there's questions or whatever, or just a plain journal and having no judgment. I have gone through so many different like guided journals and whatever. So I know what questions I like and I know what questions I don't find helpful. So I've just got a plain journal um, and I'm just going down the no, no judgment route. Whatever it is I want to write that day, how today's going to be a good day, why today wasn't a good day, how tomorrow could be a better day, what I'm grateful for, emotions I felt throughout the day, like things that made me smile that day, whatever it is, I can write it. And some days if I can only think of one thing I'm grateful for or two things, then I don't feel bad because there's not 
four lines left on the page for me to fill out and I'm filling out things I'm grateful for for the sake of it or like things that went well today if I can only think of like one or two I don't want to feel bad that there's a line of five so I'm really enjoying this no judgment route just opening a page knowing no one's ever going to look at it again and just writing whatever it is you want to write like I said I literally wrote for like four pages of brain dump and like probably didn't need to write half of it but I was just like writing I was like I think I feel this I think I feel this I think I feel this because la 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 and then I wrote like some goals in the middle of it I was like oh I feel like this okay so what am I going to do about it and I wrote some goals and yeah I think it's just nice but if you're if you're scared of that and that like intimidates you a bit because you don't know where to start what to write a guided journal is really nice there's actually people posting I think three people now have posted journals they've brought bought (laughs) from listening to the first podcast over on our Facebook page so we've got a closed Facebook group where people chat about how the week's going or give each other tips and advice things that are going on in their life I'll post like what's everyone doing for their mindful moment this week and then I'll catch up with you I'll post like what's everyone grateful for today and people can just answer so people have posted a few on there that they really like so if you're looking for one maybe go and join the Facebook group so you can get um some inspo or is it paper like paper with an i before the e um they have really nice plain and guided ones so yeah either get a guided one or just literally throw down thoughts on a page and then like start with my journal prompts every week or like journal prompts on Pinterest or whatever it is there's some journal prompts over on our tiktok as well at life's your bitch just go for it really is my is my only piece of advice how to get out of a rut I think how to get out of a rut starts with establishing and sticking to a very simple routine. So before you go to bed, tomorrow is the end of our rut, all right? Let's try and do this. We're going to not, let's not be unrealistic here because then you don't want to set yourself up for failure if you're trying to get out of a rut because then it's not going to (laughs) work. So, okay, I'm going to get up at eight or nine, whatever's like, you know, reasonable for you, even if it's 10, okay, you might be going to bed at like 3 a.m. So we're going to get up at 10. And then we're going to go downstairs and have breakfast. And then we're going to shower. And then we're going to journal our thoughts for that day. Maybe even do like a three minute meditation, something. Um, Also not, like if that's not, if you don't think that's going to help you, if you don't think you're going to be able to concentrate, if that's a bit too far-fetched, that's fine. Like simple routines. And then like a to-do list of like three things. So I need to do a food shop. I need to, I want to tidy my room because this is always the things I do if I'm trying to get out of a rut or like restart. I'll go and do a food food shop, (laughs) I'll meal prep, I'll make sure my room is all tidy and then like I'll make a plan for the next day. So like a nice little simple morning routine that you know you can stick to and it's easy. Maybe get outside and go on a walk. So like your three things to do that day could be like one hour of uni work or work or anything, a walk and to tidy my room or to go on a food shop, like, just give yourself, like, three or four things that you know you can do in that day, and you'll finish the day feeling, like, really accomplished, and also, like, try and come off your phone, try and minimise your screen time, because I just never think that's helpful to sit and, like, watch other people's lives, or, like, just get distracted and get controlled by the TikTok or Instagram algorithm, like, try and get off your phone and get outside, and, yeah, just give yourself a really simple to-do list and routine that you know you can stick to. That is pretty much my start, most of my starting steps for how to get out of a rut. Torn between having fun and saving money in my 20s, what do I do? I feel you. I would say go and have fun, but also 
I think this comes from maybe not truly knowing what you want. So try and sit down and like, what are your goals? What aligns with your goals? Because there are people who will sit here and say, oh, go traveling, spend your money. Like you don't need to buy a house in your 20s. But if your goal is truly, and not because of pressures of society or because your friends are, if your goal is truly, you want a house by the time you're like 21, 22, 23, then yeah, start saving, absolutely. Because you might have no interest in going out and going partying or going traveling or buying nice things. Like that could be so far like aligned from your goals. So it's like, well, yeah, then save and buy a house. Go you, congrats, well done. You need to figure out, I think, what truly aligns with your goals. I think I've had this a bit because I just feel like as well, naturally, we've been in lockdown for a while. So I feel like I have kind of saved a bit of money because, well, we weren't really doing anything or like I wasn't going on holiday. So I'd save money to go on holidays and stuff. And then I I just never went on them. So then I had this money and I'm like, oh, should I save? Should I go traveling? Like, what should I do? And I'm like, no, my heart, like my soul, my one goal in life is just to get out and get on a plane and go traveling. So trying to save loads of money just doesn't align with what I want to do. And some people might think that's really stupid and some people might think that's great. And some, yeah, you know, everyone's going to have different opinions on it because it's not their life. It's not their goals. So I think you need to sit down with yourself, get a little journal out. What are your goals? Write down like 10 goals in life maybe. And then like circle the top three. Do they revolve around spending or saving money? And then try and go from there. Because there's also, like, there's nothing wrong with either of them. Don't make someone feel like, you should be out traveling or whatever when you don't want to, or you should be buying a house when you don't want to. Neither are right, they're just different. Which one is it that you want? So the last question, which I kind of liked, I like my answer to because I kind of wanted to make an episode on this, but I don't think it's episode worthy. But someone said how to deal with perfectionism. And I can't remember if I read it or heard it in a podcast. I think I read it. I think I read it when I was making notes and doing research for the first podcast episode. Perfect is the lowest standard you can hold yourself to or the lowest standard that you can ever hope for or wish for. Just like, think about that for a second. Perfection is the lowest standard you could want for yourself. You leave no room for growth, no room for something bigger, something better, something more extraordinary you leave no room to like ever be impressed again like what you just want to do everything perfectly for the rest of your life you will get so bored like actually like just I feel like this is all I have to say to this question like actually imagine that for a minute imagine a life with no growth no this was better than last time or this project was better than the last project I did or this like thing I wrote was better than the last thing I wrote this thing I drew was better than the last thing I drew like imagine if just everything you did was perfect this isn't even some cringy like cliche bullshit like that is that would be boring wouldn't it if everything you did was so perfect that there was never anything better it's just like a flat line yeah it's like right at the top but it's just a flat line that's boring (laughs) that's not fun I think I seen a TikTok where it was like or maybe a TED talk where someone said every day they would come home from school and at dinner their dad would ask them what did you fail at today and if they didn't have anything like their dad would like not be very impressed he'd be like okay like try again and I think I I think that describes it perfectly like you want to 
do things and you want to fail at them and you want to make mistakes because that is how you grow and I just can't stop thinking about how I'm going to do that with my kids like I want my kids she said like eventually she she like ran in she was like dad I tried for the choir today and I was horrible and I didn't get in and he like high-fived her and he's like yeah well done that's sick and I was like yeah that's so nice isn't it like go out and just try everything be okay with failing because it's fun and you won't find what you're good at if you or what you're like super passionate about or what your heart loves if you're so scared to fail and you want to be so perfect like that is not a life of fun to me that's just like like I said it's a flat line yeah it's the highest possible line there could be but it's just flat I don't want everything I do to be perfect I don't want this podcast episode to be perfect I'm already thinking oh shall I refilm this because I've definitely started or not giving great advice or repeated myself but I'm like but that just means the next one can be better why would I want to make this one so good to the point where I can never make it better to me I don't know there's my there's (laughs) before I start repeating myself again there's my advice so it's not really how to deal with it it's kind of change your mindset on it like perfection isn't necessarily a good thing really I'm gonna go ahead and be brutal and say perfection's like not a good thing Perfection is like the worst thing ever. (laughs) So that's actually all the questions I wrote down. So I'm aware this is like half an hour and normally they're a bit longer, but I do have my journal prompt and my mindful moment, which aren't very like related. They're just things I think are quite nice because obviously like I've not been talking about one topic. So the journal prompt is actually, I'm a liar. The journal prompt probably came to my head because of the last question. The journal prompt I wrote down was, If you could do anything and you knew you wouldn't fail, what would you do? So if you could try absolutely anything and you knew you wouldn't fail and you knew you'd be good at it, like, what is it that you would do? Because I think that shows you, like, what you really want to try, doesn't it? Because the only thing holding you back from trying this thing is failure because you clearly want to do it. I mean, I actually, off the top of my head, can't think what I would do. So I'm going to have to give it a go. I think it's because, like, I'm okay with failing like I'm okay with not being great but not all the time so that's not completely true like I I'd love to get actually it's not true I'd love to get back into dancing if I knew I was going to be good and people weren't going to be like who is this 20 year old girl who can't dance (laughs) I've just told you my answer for next week but I'll come up with something else um and then my mindful moment again is kind of related to a question earlier is to try and journal with no judgment um even if you have a guided journal I encourage you to open a notebook or just a plain plain piece of paper and just journal, just write, write whatever it is you feel like writing, so I think it's quite obvious once you get rid of distractions, so get your phone away, I love putting on some like high vibration, high frequency music just because it calms me, I really like it, Um, and once you sit with that pen and paper, it will become really obvious what you want to write about, it might take a minute, it might take two, it might take five, but if you just sit there, Like, what is it you're thinking about? What is it that your mind will not shut up about? And just start writing about it. And you almost, like, leave it on that piece of paper. If you've started writing about things that's on your mind or whatever, scrunch it up and throw it away. Set it on fire if you want. Like, the the paper will take the weight. Or, like, write about what you're grateful for. Write about good things that have happened today. Just try and journal with no judgment. And like I said, throw it away afterwards if you want. In your head, if you know you're going to throw it away, maybe you'll do it more freely because you know there's like no chance of anyone ever seeing it you're gonna throw it away you don't even have to look at it again so yeah I want you to try and journal with absolutely no judgment to yourself whatever you want to write whatever comes up just allow yourself to write it allow yourself to feel it and allow yourself to like go through the motions of it 
So that is the end of the podcast episode. I really hope you guys have enjoyed it. Hope you're excited for this little series every four weeks. Like I said, if you do want to get involved, email hello at lifeshorebitch.com or head over to the Instagram and follow it so you can see when I put the question boxes up and stuff. But other than that, I am going to love you and leave you. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you've had a wonderful week. And yeah, bye.